The Good Neighbor Network, FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and online at WGNSRadio.com. If it's passed, bounced, or hit, we're talking about it. All Sports Talk is on News Radio WGNS. All Sports Talk is sponsored by Good Neighbor State Farm agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Ensel. Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home, helping families since 1880. First Bank, serving Murfreesboro, Smyrna, and all of Rutherford County. Parks Auction Company, committed to auction excellence. Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living. Greg Hall with Hall's Auto Care. And the Blue Raider Insider Report, sponsored by Mike Tanzel at My Team Insurance. Steve Ruckert with RAI Advisors. And Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. We put the all in all sports talk. From the preps to MTSU, we've got you covered. It's all sports talk on Rutherford County's Place to Talk. Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome into all sports talk for this Monday. Glad that you're with us. It's January 22 rolls on. Great football weekend from a fan standpoint. There's a lot of disappointed fans out there for sure. Jeff Jordan joins me for his commentary. Put your growl face on, Jeff. We've got to be angry. I'm I'm disappointed, but I'm not that mad. <laughs> I, I I figured out why I can't make the big time in sports talk radio. I just can't be negative that often, that long. Uh, no matter what takes place, I've had some disappointments in my life, but my gosh, the Titans are getting ripped today. Yeah, it's it's been pretty rough. It was rough, uh, really, from the well, the clock had barely run out till it started. Um, really, e- even with the people that were covering the game, and and Channel Channel Five, which of course has made a fortune selling Titans games, uh, you know they were mad, quick to place blame, aren't we? Pretty quick. Well, it disappointment for sure, and uh, reaction comes that way, and and I get it, Jeff. And and there were some some things that took place. You mentioned the two, the two point conversion attempt early on in the game. That has to be looked at a little bit. Uh, the game would have played out differently if if they made it. So who knows how that would have gone? Uh, but but clearly the the worst play of the game was not not because not the interception itself. It's the fact that with 30 seconds to go, and the only thing you can do is go to overtime if you just don't put it to harm's way. Tannehill just made a very bad choice to throw the football in that direction. Even if he might have caught it, Jeff. If you remember the touchdown pass to AJ Brown. He put it in his hip pocket, and he threw that into danger too. But you're throwing toward the end zone with eight minutes to go in the game, and that's what he should have done. But oh my, bad, bad, bad decision, and, he, and I'm sure he knows that, and he doesn't need to be reminded of that. And he, but he will be for Jeff a long time. It'll take a Super Bowl to erase him on it. Probably so. I, I uh, was particularly annoyed today, I guess, with some people talking about the interceptions that he's had this year, which is. Exactly true. It was a lot more than he'd had before. Averaged about one per game, which is a lot. Right? It seemed like Jeff. It seemed like he had either zero or three or four. Yeah, you know, in, in a game. I didn't feel like that. That was an appropriate thing to even bring up. It had nothing whatsoever to do with yesterday, um, but it seems to be important to people that just suddenly, all of a sudden, now that we've been beaten. You realize that he's thrown, you know, 16 interceptions or whatever it was during the year. We I mean, won 12 games. I mean, you know, he must have done something right. Well, but yeah, yeah. Anyway. And, well, and Jeff, if you'd have taken a poll going into that game, going into the stadium, there's 68,000 fans, 
most of them were Titans fans, not all for sure. Cincinnati hit a bunch, but if you had to ask them up front, we win this game. Is Ryan Tannehill good enough to win this game? The answer would have been eighty percent, ninety percent, yes. Right. Right. It felt pretty good about him going in, but it, it did change. And uh, press conferences, Jeff. Can you imagine what it's like to be the coach or a player? after a loss like that, to have to walk up in front of the press and answer stupid questions, frankly, or answer any questions. And there's no, there's no answer you can give. We should have played harder. We should have done this. We should have done that. They don't like that answer. But what else are you going to say, Jeff? What, what do you say? I don't know. Uh, Rabel always says, I guess he says it every time, so we, we need to play better. Sure. we got to coach better. And, okay, <laughs> that's true of every game that I've ever been involved in, <laughs> or you either, for that matter. I mean, you know, there's always room for improvement, always stuff that can be done. Uh, and I, I felt sorry for Tannehill yesterday. He came out there and took it and uh, and answered the questions as best he could. Um, but to me, gosh, there were eight or ten things that happened yesterday that didn't have much to do with Tannehill that really hurt. I mean, you know, and I I just don't – I just think you, you really – I think Coach Vable's right. Hard to blame it on one person. You can blame it on one play. I think that's kind of where it is. That, that, like I say, the last play. But there's ways that it could have happened other ways. As you and I both know, and it's a 60-minute game. And the other thing I learned, and we'll take a break on this, and we'll come back and talk more about it, you better have a kicker if you're going to be in the NFL, right? That's correct. They can kick it from 50-some-odd yards, and I, I think the Titans have that. And, and that's what they were looking to do. And uh, that pass would have gone in to the receiver, and he'd have caught it. And the next pass would have been caught, and they kicked the field goal. All would have been blessed today, and Tannehill would be a hero. I think you're exactly correct. I think I think that's right. Um, and but you know they had, well they had uh, three opportunities, four I guess, to, or three for sure, to score touchdowns. Sure. And and all they needed was a yard, and didn't get it. And then they had two chances at a yard, and didn't get it. And and but Henry Henry carried the ball on one of those, and his timing was off yesterday. Sure, I thought. Sure, I thought so too. All, all the whole game, although he played very well, uh, his timing was off. And why they ran Tannehill is unknown. I, I don't I don't understand that at all. Which they did on the first first play from one yard out. Um, but anyway, you can always criticize if the play call is not successful. You can always criticize it. I guess if the play call is not successful, it's the wrong call. Right? Had it been successful, it'd been the right call. We'll, that's just kind of what, the world we live in. We got some other. I got a couple more analogies. I'll run past you after this. We got Raider basketball to talk about as well in high schools on all sports talk. Hey, fellas, need an annual exam for work or just want to start the year prioritizing your health? Then I recommend Low T Center to get your complete health assessment where they check all your levels. It's typically completely covered by most health insurance, and if you don't have insurance, it's less than $100 to get full labs and an office visit with their provider. Low T Center specializes in men's health, making it quick and easy, even verifying your insurance. Go to LowTCenter.com now to book your appointment online. Low T Center, reinventing men's health care. Hi, this is Peter Demas with Demas's Family Restaurants. Do you know somebody who's moved far away and is missing eating at Demas's? Well, Demas's Family Restaurants now offers many of our sauces and some of our food, such as pot roast and soup, to be shipped all across the nation. It's very simple. You just go to demasfamilykitchen.com 
and you can send an order to anybody as a gift all across this nation. You can send an order to anybody. Go to DemasFamilyKitchen.com. Every team knows which play can be a winning move. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Womack, here to help life go right by combining your home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-890-0850. It's a winning move that saves you time and money. Your ride, your stuff. You live with them together. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Womack. It's smart to protect them together to help life go right. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me help you save by combining your auto and renters. Hello, this is Lenny Farmer with Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home. Often when a man or woman finish pre-planning their funerals with me, I hear, we should have done this 10 years ago. Or, I thought about doing this years ago, but just never got around to it. Seems that we often put off the inevitable for ourselves. As one wise pastor put it, it's never too late to do what's right. Why not mark down on your calendar to call me to talk about your funeral needs at 615 893 2422. It's never too late. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Solving the sports world's problems, Jeff. That's what we're doing. Well, sure, we can do that. Jeff brought to you by Fans Heating and Air and uh, Lee Collard for financial services out of Edward Jones. Uh, Solving the problems of the world. Let me let me give you a, uh, another quickie over the. You weren't at the game Saturday, Middle Tennessee, a, a winner. By the way, they're twelve and six now, three and two in the league. Nine and uh, I think it's seven or eight or no at home and one and six on the road and two and zero oh on neutral court. So they go on the road now. We'll have to see if they get that get get it done. But Jeff, you weren't at the game. They beat Southern Miss by eleven, twelve points, thirteen, something like that. Do you know how long it took for them to hit a shot outside of the two two foot arc in front of the goal? No, twenty five minutes. They did not do it in the first half. Did not do it in the first five minutes of the second half. Did not hit a jump shot from three feet, five feet, twelve feet, three point line. And what it says to me is, first of all, how do you get enough shots inside that close to stay in the game, which they did, and and how do you defend well enough to stay in the game, which they didn't rebound as well as they did. It was a positive sign to me that they did not have their shooting clothes on at all the first half, but we're able to hang in there and win the fo- basketball game. I I, th- I thought it was a positive, but, uh, well, they sure couldn't hit the bucket in the first half. Can we blame that on Tannehill? Sure. I thought that was uh, really remarkable, particularly to win by, I think it was – I think it was 74 to 60, something like that. Something like that. They were yeah. down 10, 12 early in the game and, and, and yep. led by as many as 16 or 18, I think, somewhere in the second half. Um, and, and, you know, they're, they're not a great shooting basketball team or anything like that. They're, I don't guess there's anybody there that's going to really remind you of Giddy Potts or anything. Not yet. You know, but we got a lot of people that are pretty good uh, and, uh, and, and can shoot the ball and they shoot it right. Um, I uh, maybe sometimes I have a criticism, and who cares? I would say sometimes they're a little bit too quick to do that. Fire up a three when they might be able to get better. Mm-hmm. But to 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 do what you said happened um, is remarkable that we got a win out of it, and you and you got a win at home. I think that was in the paper this morning. You you have got to win at home because you're going to have trouble on the road, and we've had that. The thing they can do better than t- many teams we've had, Jeff, in the past is they can score around the rim. They can get to the rim with a drive. They can offensive rebound and, and find ways to hit shots. I mean, we saw some shots Saturday that 
They were under control, but they were dipsy doodle shots. If you want to know what I'm talking about, and about what you have to do if you're Donovan Sims, Jeff, what's he six foot, six one, maybe? Yep. And you're going to get in there amongst those six seven, six eight. How you, how are you going to hit a layup against that kind of stuff unless you flip it behind your head and under your legs and behind your back, which is what he does. Yeah, he does do that, and uh, and he he makes you defend the whole floor. He, he runs from side to side, comes underneath, goes out front. He's not selfish at all. He doesn't mind giving up the basketball whatsoever. Fun to watch. Yeah, he is fun to watch. Uh, I wouldn't put him in a – if we have a star, it's him. Let's put it that way. I don't think we have a superstar. Most teams don't. But if we have a star, it would be, it would be Sims. But we have other people that can really step up and do the job as well. You've seen the team play well enough now – we, I said before the season started, and I think you kind of agreed with me, that if we could win half our conference games, we'd find this to be a successful season. I, 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 I have no doubt in my mind that we can do that, and I really think we will do that, and, and maybe more. we got a tough road trip coming up. Oh, yeah. Um, one of which is Western. We wouldn't want to look too much at that game right now. But, um, uh, boy, I sure hope we can get one of these anyway. And if and I'm greedy, of course. I'd like to have all three. But um, – um, I, I I hate to lose to Western, but on their floor, they're going to well, be let's very. Don't do it then. Let's uh, do no, it. let's not do it. That's a good idea. <laughs> I don't know why I didn't think of that. We just won't do that. We won't lose. If they lose, it'll be the coach's fault, though. Yeah, or Tannehill. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we have a caller on the line. What's going on? How's it going, Tim? How you doing? Well, you, you tell me. I, I was going to say the right, right, Raiders must be hot if we if we just get some road wins. Now we got to go to. Huntington and uh, Bowling Green, Birmingham. You think we can make two and one be, be a good trip? What do you think? Pretty stri- tough stretch of games. Two, two, two and one be a good trip. You think? Oh my gosh! I'd take two and one, not go. Would you, Jeff? Yes, immediately, immediately. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> which, which two would you take, go, Jeff? You gonna you gonna lose Western? Hey, two, or? I, I'll take the Western loss if we get the other two. I would okay, too. Well, not go three and zero, oh, Nick. Let's let yeah yeah. Well, I, I agree I'm with too. You, but I, I was gonna say two guys. I noticed Saturday on. The bench, the bench, the bench played really well for middle two off the bench. They had that over 30 points off the bench going off the bench Saturday against, against Southern Miss. Um, I know two guys were in double figures who came off the bench and did real well for them too. So I think that's going to help them in, in these next three games. They're, they're going to need them if they're going to contend for the if they're going to contend for the East as far as the division goes. And the women they pulled out a big win Saturday too. I don't know. These next three for them are going to be big with uh, being at home. But uh, and I wanted to ask you guys what you think about the fans being back. I know the uh, men have drawn pretty well um, in the uh, in the conference games. I know the women always drawn real well too. But uh, I want to ask you ask you about that. And I'll just hang up listen things. Well, for, hey, I'm glad the fans are back. We all are glad of that, Jeff, for sure. Uh, and I found this this team to be very enjoyable, including the Lady Raiders, by the way, who, who did get a tough win. Jeff, it's been uh, – talking about them, I think it's been five or six games now since they've had all five starters on the floor. They've had to leave somebody home, either even in the home games or on the road uh, from the starting lineup for COVID reasons, back and forth. And so and they were shorthanded again on Saturday, but they ended up winning basketball game. And, and Jeff was talking about scoring off the bench – Jeff, the way I see the men's team, I don't see any starters. Maybe one. I see nine or ten guys that all just rotate in and out. They get, what, 18, 20, 22, 24, 26 minutes. And uh, I'm not sure I know what the starting lineup would be outside of Josh Jefferson, who leads the team in scoring. Outside of that, I'm not sure who else has to be on the floor to be called a starter. And that, and I think that's the strength of the team. 
I haven't kept up with that, but I uh, I think I've seen every home game except the last one. Uh, and uh, I don't know that we've started the same five. Well, I guess we started the same five a, a couple of times, but they haven't started every game. Even Sims did not start one. Well, uh, well if, I'm as avid a fan as anybody, Jeff. If you ask me who the starting five were, I, I could not name them. No, I couldn't either. I really could not. Uh, because, like I say, the, so many guys can play and, and play quality minutes, and that's what he's doing. And that, That's why he can press. That's why he can run the defense the way he does. That's why they can run up and down the floor the way they do, that, because they have such good depth. And I think player one through nine or ten are pretty close to equal. There's not a lot of difference between number one and number ten. I had a good friend of mine who told me one time years ago that if you can put in a sub and, it, and it, you don't lose anything. Sure. You don't have to gain anything, just don't lose anything. And that that was a real advantage. And generally in college men's basketball, eight, nine, or ten are the, a really great number to have with, that can play and not hurt you. And you don't lose anything when they're on the floor. And I think, that, I think the Raiders have that. I know they have that. You know, as you mentioned, three straight road <laughs> games will be tough. They're one and six. However, they have played – both conference games that they've lost on the road have been against very good teams. Inside, it's double digits. It's what, five, six, eight-point loss. We know how good Murray is, and Middle played them tough on the road. Chattanooga is a very good team this year. They played them tough on the road. But it's kind of like the Titans. Let's go back to that. It's not – if you don't win, it's not going to be good enough. you got to win some of those games instead of saying, well, we, we're close. We're close. But I, I do think they'll pull one of, one of two road wins out for us over with. And if they, and if they do, that's going to put them in – in a really good chance to win to win their side of the conference. You, you you would believe this, at least, in the conference tournament. I'm not predicting a conference championship at all here, Jeff, not yet. But they're going to be a tough out. Yes. Whoever draws them. Yes. I, I, I agree with that. And whoever they have to play, really, really, whenever they play, whether it's in the tournament or whatever, you better you better be willing to run. And you better be willing to play hard the entire game because the Raiders will do that. And I've only seen them once or twice, maybe a quarter here and a quarter there, where they just didn't look like themselves. Otherwise, it's full steam ahead. And those guys can jump. Yeah. My gosh. Not not just jump high, but they're quick jumpers. Yes. And, and when they go up to get a basketball, they mean to get it. Yes. <laughs> You're right on all, all counts. Rick Ensel live at 6 o'clock this evening on this uh, same radio station. Nick McDevitt live follows that at 7 o'clock. If you'd like to go down to the boulevard to join that crowd, you're welcome to do that. Chip Walters will invite you to do that as well right here on WGNS as we come back with the Blue Raider Insider Report. Folks, I hope you're listening every Sunday night at 8 o'clock to the Edwin Lee Raymer Show. We'll talk about some local politics, national politics, all types of topics, all types of guests. That's 8 o'clock Sunday night, Edwin Lee Raymer Show. Talk to you then. Good afternoon. Still a bit busy. 24 coming off the interstate there on the Medical Center Parkway. Still looks good, though, as you make your way 24 towards uh, Manchester. Lots of radar down through there. Be careful. Prince's Hot Chicken now available for catering. Log on to princeshotchicken.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. 
If you're not waking up to the Wake Up Brew, here's what you've been missing. I tip my cap to you, sir. Thank you. That's amazing. Thank you. Speaking of tipping our cat, tip our cat to her. The Wake Up Brew. (laughs) Weekday mornings from 6 until Swap and Shop. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm agent Bud Morris. Give me a call at 615-893-1417 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%. You may find it even costs less. At State Farm, when home and auto works as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm agent Bud Morris. Give me a call at 615-893-1417 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. Parks Auction. We handle everything. Whether you're buying or selling a home or whether you're buying or selling commercial property, the auction is just so much easier, quicker, smoother. My wife and I sold our personal home. Parks Auctions helped us with that. The house brought about 20% more than we were going to ask for. Visit our website at parksauction.com to learn more. Hi there, do I have a home now? $15. Stan Vaught and the Parks Auction team are proud supporters of local high school and MTSU sports. It's time. Show your true blue. Blue Raiders. It's time for the Blue Raider Insider Report with Chip Walters. Sponsored by Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance, Steve Rucker and RAI Advisors, and Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. Go Blue Raiders. When you think insurance, think Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance 200 South Lowry in Smyrna. Rayburn is an independent agency, so Wayne will shop multiple national companies to make your best insurance deal. It's personal with Wayne, whether working in community, schools, or insurance. Trust Wayne Blair, your full-service insurance agent. 390-8476. Wayne Blair, Rayburn Insurance, 390-8476. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS. On FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Well, good afternoon, everybody, and let's get you started and a wrap-up of the weekend. Let's start with basketball, and uh, it was a tale of two halves for Middle Tennessee on Saturday as they hosted Southern Mississippi. Middle Tennessee's men's team rode a dominant second half to a Conference USA win, holding Southern Miss to just 36.4% shooting from the field in the final 20 minutes to power past the Golden Eagles. It was Middle Tennessee's 11th straight home win and the program's first win after trailing by more than uh, 10 points in a game since the Blue Raiders defeated UAB 79-78 after once trailing by 13, and that was back in February of 2019. On the... uh, Stat line front, Donovan Sims led middle with 16 points on six of nine shooting, making one of two uh, three-pointers as the Blue Raiders made all afternoon. Uh, T. Leonard finished the game with a perfect four for four from the field, including the other three-pointer on the day and three dunks on the afternoon. So Middle Tennessee will now face uh, – the, the ball clubs from Marshall and Western Kentucky on Thursday and Saturday, both games on the road for Middle Tennessee. So we'll have the broadcast, of course, on the Blue Raider Network for Middle Tennessee and Marshall on Thursday, Middle Tennessee and Western Kentucky on Saturday. On the women's side, Courtney Whitson 
was not going to let Middle Tennessee lose on Saturday. The Blue Raiders broke open a close game with a sensational fourth-quarter run to blow past Southern Miss, 81-71. Courtney Whitson had a banner day as she supplied a double-double with 26 points and 11 rebounds. Dorsar and Alexis Whittington each tallied nine points and four assists as the Lady Raiders, uh, who are now 13-4 and four overall, 5-2 and two in conference play, secured the big road win. So we'll be talking with Coach Rick Ensel tonight at 6 o'clock with Rick Ensel live, and then, of course, with Coach Nick McDevitt at 7 o'clock with Nick McDevitt live, all right here on WGNS. Blue Raider men's games coming up. The uh, two games that had been postponed due to COVID against UTSA and uh, also UTEP have been rescheduled for February 7th and 21st. No game times just yet, but uh, we will get those to you as soon as we know what they are. All right, let's move on to uh, men's tennis. The Blue Raiders are now 4-1 and one after falling to number 21 Mississippi State uh, inside the Rula Tennis Pavilion. Final score was 5-2. to two. Graduate students Chris Edge and Stephen Hollis posted their uh, continued their tear on the doubles court, number three with a 6-1 decision to get the dual match started. The Bulldog duo of Florian Broska and Gregor Ramskogler bested the Middle Tennessee top court with number 44 Pavel Model and Stein Slump in a 6-1 score. All right, moving on. In women's tennis, the Lady Raiders are now 1-4 after dropping a close one at Chattanooga. Uh, Final score there was 4-3 in favor of the Moccasins. And in track and field, the Blue Raiders finished their second meet of the indoor season with a handful of new personal bests and a few second-place finishes on day two of the Vanderbilt Invitational. All of that information is available on GoBlueRaiders.com. All right, that's it for this report. We will have uh, coaches shows coming up at 6 o'clock right here on WGNS. Whether you need general vehicle upkeep and maintenance or a complete vehicle overhaul, Hall's Auto Care is here for you. We're locally owned and operated by Greg Hall and have been in business since 2014. You'll get excellent service and trustworthy advice with Hall's Auto Care. A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. We're ready to help get you safely on the road. Hall's Auto Care, 907 Ridgely Road, just off Broad Street behind Chili's. Online at hallsautocare.net. Hall's Auto Care. At Creekside Assisted Living of Murfreesboro, we provide excellence in service while maintaining the dignity of our residents in a home-like atmosphere. Come see our new community, which includes bistros, salons, a library, and spacious activity areas. A kind, friendly, and well-trained staff can help residents with the daily activities of life. Locally owned by Blue Raider alumni Tim Keach and Ken Ayer. Find out more about Creekside Assisted Living, 895-3002, or online at www.creeksideassistedliving.com. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Legend Jeff Jordan, brought to you by Fans Heating and Air, <laughs> and Lee Calvin, Financial Services, Edward Jones. We have some good conversations off air, don't we, Jeff? We do. We've solved a lot of problems. We, uh, 
want to bring up uh, yesterday in church, I was called by two finest Ole Miss fans that are not happy with Kermit. Oh, really? Kermit's it's one about that time. Well, he's one, yeah. they're, they're one in five. And, and there you go. Just got beat by Mississippi State. And uh, I said, guys, he just got an extension. Uh, he ain't going to make it through the season. He's not going to make it next year. I said, well, I don't know if he will or not. He's going to be well paid if he doesn't, for sure. But it, all of a sudden, Coach Kermit Davis can't coach anymore. I mean, did you, you, you turn stupid over two or three weeks? Well, to some people, yes. And to others, no. I think you ought to look at a body of work and, you know, over a long period of time. That's my feeling. Well, it's in year four, and, and, and obviously and, – and the guys on the hook here is going to be the AD, right? Right. That just extended the contract. Right. You know, that that's I think that's the, the biter here. And, by the way, Nick McDevitt got extended this past year in the spring to the chagrin of many people. And all of a sudden, it looks like Nick McDevitt may get this program turned around and headed in the right direction. Which means that – He'll be going downhill four years from now. <laughs> I don't know how that's going to work itself out. I mean, I don't know. But I'm just, I'm just saying that you know, I, you and I, we have kind of discussed this before that that um, sometimes programs, and really we're talking about every sport, they may be as guilty of changing coaches too soon sure. as too late. You know, they, I mean, I'm just you know putting that out there for whatever it's worth. Um, but I don't know if there's – there's probably not a coach that hasn't had times when you should fire him. Yes. You know, and, and, and then they righted the ship and came back. That's because they're good coaches. In this day of portal, it makes it much tougher on that situation because you can fire a coach, and next year he can come in if he's the right coach. He can bring in a starting five from someplace, right? Right. Which means – the guy that's not doing so well is far more expendable, I think, than it used to be because you fire a coach, you got to get a year to get the transfers in, you got to do this, got to do that, and the other. Now, in, in all honesty, if, if they could hire Calipari at Ole Miss, which I don't think that's going to happen, of course, would all five UK players come back next play for Calipari at Ole Miss? No. It could happen, but you it never wouldn't know. happen. We got oh. a caller on there. I'm sure they'll answer the question for us. Go ahead. Well, I won't answer that one, but I will ask you one. Uh, I'm a Riverdale fan, have yeah. been since the 90s when my girls went there and played there. Uh, I am. I went to the first game this year, Cleveland game, and was really disappointed. We were used to being, we're programmed, and, and, and we've become accustomed to Riverdale girls being championship girls, being top of the list. Been there a long time. They're not, they're not, yes, yes, and they're not there this year. And I'm going to lay some of the blame with the coaches. I don't think they're the right coaches for that job. But my question is to you guys, and I, uh, I've thought about this for a long time. We used to get all the talent coming out of Christiana. When Rockville came on the scene, it seems when Riverdale started having their problems. Is Rockville getting that talent now? And I'll hang up and listen to all your right, discussion. Really good question. And I really was going to bring that up because Jeff Rockville is, had, is having an excellent season. And part of that answer has got to be yes. I, I haven't studied it all that much, but I would think, Jeff, there's got to be a, a good bit of it, don't you? Yes, I, I, I think so. And you and I both have have done the more than once and more than one school. We've done the rezoning thing. Yes. And uh, in elementary and middle school and in high school. And they're, and they're doing the high school, or will do it, again now or soon. 
Um, and they're going to add on to um, Smyrna, Laverne, Oakland, and Riverdale. I, now, I, that's not – it's been in the paper, so I'm not revealing anything here. But it looks like that's going to happen. I don't know whether it will or not, but it looks like it's going to happen. The county commission will have a lot to say about that because it's going to take a lot of money. Now that, now that we said all that, to my knowledge, and I've, I just went through this just a couple of years ago, school board members never look at athletes by themselves and say, we can't move Susie because she's a good freshman and she's going to be at Riverdale next year. They never do that. Never. Now, true, somebody may point it out. Mm -hmm. You may hear from the parents or others. And I, I can say this to you, I don't I don't know. I have never been called by a coach and asked, Hey, don't please don't move Bobby. I, I was not, yes. No. I, they just know that it's not gonna work. Uh and it's not gonna happen. We got you have policies in place. Now what's happened right now to, to Riverdale is girls is very unfortunate. I have no idea about the abilities of the coach. I've been I've been told some very nice things about her, but I do not know her. I've never met her. I've seen them play three times this year, and it's pretty sad. I have to agree. Um, certainly doesn't remind you of, of, of some years past. But I would say that the it's just a bad zoning year or years here of, of Riverdale girls basketball. And he's right. Uh, uh, the caller was right about they built a, a a championship or two on on girls who were either at Christiana or or other places uh, are moved into their zone. Everything went right for them, and right now it's 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 not happening. Now I don't know about the effect of Rockvale on Riverdale. I I, I do not know where those girls lived before the rezoning. That would have been two years ago. They would have. They couldn't have been seniors or juniors, or they wouldn't be there now. Right. So, I don't. I don't know the the, the effect there. Those girls can can go to Eagleville when they graduate. They can go to Riverdale, or they can go to Rockvale, depending on where they're zoned to. And it, it could. Well, I think the caller's right. I haven't studied it, but I I, I suspect he's right in the, in the fact that Riverdale and and uh, Rockvale were probably as affected by Rockvale High School's. Excuse me, Riverdale was probably affected by. Rockvale's opening as much as anybody, right? In the right. County, or more. Right. And so if that line of that, that vein of players that seems to be there in Christiana, if it's that line's over two more miles, that, a lot of those kids may still be at Riverdale, which keeps things rolling in the right direction. But I, I suspect that not because of the students, not because of basketball, that just has happened. And then when things start going bad, Jeff, a, a player or two end up leaving the, the, the fourth of the Hayes girls has decided not to play the rest of the season, which was 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 their certainly their saving grace if they had one. Well, she, they did have one because she's awfully good. But when she chose not to play the rest of the season, that that just put them on death notice, as far as I can see. And I, I have not had a conversation with the boys' coach at Riverdale at all uh, th this year, which is unusual. Um, because usually I, I talk to Coach Foss, but I just hadn't had the occasion to. But I do know that he has lost at least three players that are playing elsewhere in the county. Yes. I have no idea why. I do not know. Um, but it's well, – A couple well, of them, Laverne, I'm, I believe, am I right? Yes. 
don't know. Uh, it's just, it's a very unfortunate thing for the for the for the Riverdale girls right now. Um, I, like I say, I've seen them play, I guess, three times now, and um, uh, it it it's it's not good. Uh, it's just not. Well, I, I'm along the, with you as far as the coaches are concerned. I don't know the answer to that at all. What we do know is Riverdale's gone through a bunch of coaches, frankly, in the last ten years. What eight or nine championships or something along yeah. that nature with about four different coaches. Yeah, that's correct. Um, and I, I also these things run in cycles, as we know. Um, to, to say it's going to be this way forever and ever is wrong. It's not. Uh, and a rezoning is coming up. And it's, it's all about um, the numbers per class and the economics of the situation. And race plays a part. Um, there's, there's a lot of things that go into it. But to, just to not move a kid because of athletics or move them because of athletics or move the zone line because of athletics, to my knowledge, it, it does not happen. I'll try to make this real quick, if I can make it quick. I know a, a guy that got hired to coach a basketball team ended up coaching the volleyball team as well because that's what the principal says, you're going to coach volleyball because I don't have anybody else. And the school split. And it just so happened that the six players that were on a championship team at the other school ended up at that coach's school, and he, being me, won a <laughs> district championship in volleyball and a coach in a game. I'd never seen a high school volleyball game in my life beforehand, but we won the district championship because those six players that were valuable and experienced and so forth came over, and I guess I had the good sense to get them organized, and they, they coached themselves through it and they got it done, and the other team did not. And uh, in basketball, you know how many games we won that first year, Jeff? Um, Two. Okay. <laughs> so – uh, there, there comes a point in time that, and it can, it did happen there for sure. That, uh, that the talent just the, wherever the line was drawn, the, the, the volleyball talent ended up at Laverne and not at Smyrna, and we won in volleyball in a coach in a game that I'll never forget. It. First game I coached, Jeff Jennifer Brocky, a senior that did not start, sat right beside me to tell me what the referee was doing with all the signals they were making. And I said, if I want to make a sub, what I do? And she'll, she'd tell me how to get a sub in. That, that's how much I knew about volleyball. And we won a district championship because of, they say the Jimmies and Joes, right? Not the X's and O's, it's the Jimmies and Joes. <laughs> well, I would say you were lucky that girl was there. You were... <laughs> well, I was lucky Stephanie Bell was there and, Jenner, and Christine yeah. Thompson was there. And uh, those, those kids, uh, they, they really could play. Uh, they they made it happen. They coached they coached the, the way through it. The good news, I guess, is there was something there that made sense, Jeff. As I had coached those girls in basketball at Laverne Middle School, it was Roy Waldron at the time. So we had some rapport, and they, I think they had some trust in me, and I certainly had trust in them that they could make that happen. And so, uh, yeah, the zone line can make a huge difference. And as oftentimes we split up in this, to another high school, what in three or four years, Jeff, it have to happen. Uh, somebody's gonna get cut short out of this deal for sure happens every year yeah and sometimes it happens you know many years in a row to one school or another uh in, in my situation at riverdale <clears throat> um, um i believe I, I don't i don't remember i believe it was mr watson who who asked me to coach volleyball i, I believe it was and, he probably uh, didn't ask you to he probably told you to well he asked me but that that that's as good as telling me um and and I knew I, we had played a, a little bit um, because Buddy Riddick, Buddy Pate 
wanted us to. He couldn't practice basketball. Yes. So he, he said you could get some of these girls. Maybe they might want to play, and and they did. Get them in shape a little bit. Yeah, keep them uh, in shape. I thought, I thought volleyball was great for a basketball Oh, player. yeah, wonderful. Well, we played a little bit. And then the next year we had a district, had all kinds of things. Well, we won the district two years in a row. And the only reason we won it was I know who the six were. I know who the starting six were, mm-hmm. and I had coached them in basketball, either freshman or with Buddy, and so I knew I knew that. And I, you, it's, there's no <laughs> there's no similarities between the volleyball that we played then and the volleyball that's being played now. Yes, I can assure you, today is much closer to college volleyball than boy some of these teams. They would eat us alive, but back then they did not, and could not for whatever reason. We didn't win every game, but we, but we played very well. But you're right. Uh, it was just it's the kids that are out there. And but the the, the caller makes a number of good points, uh, outstanding uh, points. Uh, yeah, the question that I really wanted to get get to today, anyway. Go ahead. You were going to well. I, I would just well. It doesn't make him feel any better. I, I know that. Uh, at least his daughters aren't there to go through all this again, since they've already played and been through it. I think I know who the caller was, by the way, which is fine. Um, but these things do run in cycles. And the, the football's a good example of that. It's what's happening right now. And it, it'll be back where Riverdale is dominant or Siegel or Blackman, somebody else. It's just the way it is. One thing we do, though, Jeff, when the program begins to waver a little bit and, and you lose, somehow or another, good players make it to good programs. And Riverdale was the – beneficiary of that for many years don't you think yes the, the program was good winning state championships and kids moved to murfreesboro and played girls basketball they somehow ended up at riverdale oftentimes right now in football it seems to be happening at oakland randy king attracted really good players at oakland barry wartman's doing that at blackman uh, i don't randy king i swear to you guys never recruited a player but his program surely did i would agree with that <clears throat> um to, to my knowledge I, I i can't even tell you a rumor that 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 Randy or his coaching staff might have might have tried to recruit somebody. If it happened, I I I never heard it. But I, I do know this though, that most years, not every year now, but most years, football players did not play a lot of basketball at Oakland High School, and Randy got his players a lot sooner sometimes than other teams did. Uh, I don't know why that was. That may have just been accidental. I have no idea. Um, but and it doesn't wouldn't be true every year, but other than that, it just it, he went through a long cycle there of of terrific players. Let's you know? put this for instance out there, Jeff. You know what I'm talking about here. Had Walter Hill High School opened up 15 years ago, and they drew that line to where those Walter Hill kids came to Walter Hill High School instead of Oakland High School, which fed Oakland, right? Right. Walter Hill High Middle School just fed Oakland player after player after player. If there had been another school there, and the line had been drawn to the same place. Those kids would have been there, and in uh, Oakland would have struggled. Yeah, I think that's fair. I think that's right. Uh, and we, we did go through a, a time there where if if these schools had stayed open and where Riverdale and Oakland, being the only two schools in existence at that time in the city of Murfreesboro, were, were splitting up central middle at that time, not magnet, but middle at that time, and there's just not enough players. There's not enough people. Uh, but when – Las Casas and Walter Hill and Christiana and all those closer high schools, well, then there became enough. There was enough. 
Well, we've got uh, a lot of good teams, but right now, unfortunately for Riverdale, their, their girls' team is not one of them. And Jeff didn't appear they're going to be for a little while. What do you think? I wouldn't think so. Um, and we need to remember, too, of course, the schools, there's a lot of things that contribute to to winning and losing and all that kind of stuff. But one of them is surely the school's size. And uh, I, I think somebody told me the other day that Rockville was the, was the largest school in the county. I think that's right. And uh, and Bill Hockenberry is the girls' coach out there. I've seen them play uh, not only Riverdale, but I saw them play Oakland the other night. Uh, um, I saw them in another game earlier in the year. Um, and, boy, Bill's done a great job. I mean, they, they, they play hard. They're quick. They get after you. They shoot pretty well. They're not very big, but they like to run, and they keep you running. Um, and with Oakland the other night – it was really no contest. I mean, I mean, they led fourteen to nothing before you could before the, you could blink. Uh, Rockville did, and it, it's just I don't know if any of those girls would be at Riverdale or not. If they, I, if we, I don't know where they could have drawn the zone line, I'd have no idea. That's the whole point. I yeah, I, I would suspect if Rockville High School had not opened up, most of those girls that are on that team would be at Riverdale right now. Probably so. I, 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 that would be my suspicion, which means they'd still be pretty good. Yeah, real good maybe. Um, there might have been one of them that going to to Eagleville, maybe uh, perhaps Blackman. It just depends on on where they lived. But I'm I'm telling you that that the school board, to my knowledge, and I was on it, we never looked at sure, that. Of course, but, uh, but, but, but I didn't want to know. But what we do know is what thirty five to forty percent of the kids that ended up at Rockville High School came out of Riverdale. Another twenty percent came out of Blackman. Another five percent came out of this school and whatever. But Riverdale took the biggest hit. In the student body overall, which means yes. they lost a good singer or two. They probably lost a trumpet player that you know they'd like to have, and all that kind of thing, and certainly some basketball players. Yes, I think that's I think that's true. And I was reminded as I was talking there that I believe it was a, a, a guy that's still on the school board, Jim Estes, good friend of yours and mine. Yes, uh, he he told me uh, early in this process when we rezoned, he said uh, he would tell parents if if they whatever if it wasn't already too late. He said. I don't want to know where you live, and I don't want to know what sports you play. They, they, if, I don't want to know that. Don't tell me that, because it colors my thinking, and I don't want I don't sure. want that to happen. He said, if you if if, if it doesn't turn out right for you, what, what you want to do, you can. You've always got an appeals process, and they do, and uh, very very few of those have ever been granted for any reason. I mean, you know, it just doesn't work. Got every, the rules are the rules. The way it works, Jeff, every Friday night somebody wins and somebody loses. And every That's conference, true. every district has a first-place team and a last-place team. And, and unfortunately, the, those that end up in last place are the ones that are unhappy, And as were I, you know, as a coach. I sure liked winning a whole lot more than I liked losing. Well, I me too. <laughs> I, uh, it looks like right now, and, and we kind of update this every, every time we're together, that um, <clears throat> you've got um, – the, the Blackman boys who appear to be the, the, the team Again. to beat in the district. And uh, I would say the Blackman girls are the team to beat in the district. And, but I would put Rockville second now. Uh, I'm not sure I would have done that uh, 10 days ago. And Stewart Street girls, the beneficiary of the move into the, a different district, they, they now are playing the Cane Ridge and Antioch's of the world as opposed to playing the Oakland and Riverdale's and, and Rockvale's and Seagulls of the world for a championship. Uh, Stewart Creek's going to do very well there, and, and good for them. I, I agree with that. Uh, it turns out this year, 
that Cane Ridge, uh, evidently they do have a superstar. I haven't seen him, but I've been told that they do. Yes. Uh, already maybe, maybe as good as it is in the state. Yeah, yes. he's already signed somewhere, hasn't he? I, already I, committed. I don't, I don't know where. maybe. I don't know. I don't know what he's done there, but, uh, but it looks like Cane Ridge is going to be the number one team out of that district. But there's plenty of room elsewhere for second, third, and fourth, and I think Stewart's Creek is, is amongst well, them. My, my mind thinks girls' basketball, which is because that's what I coached. That's, that, that's what I was referring to. Their girls' team is going to end up winning the district and may year after year after year. Uh, talk about programs that used to be the Cadillac of the, the county that's seen bad times for years and years and years. It's a shame what's happened at Smyrna. That's Smyrna cool. girls' basketball once upon a time was, was the, the best in the county, as good as it was in the state. Yep. And in the last, what, eight, ten years at least, they've had very little to work with. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know why that is. I, I, I do not know. It, there's a large population up there. Um, it, it just Yeah, and it's not because they're all going to Laverne and winning a bunch of games. No, either. no, that's not it. Uh, it's true that Stewart's Creek has hurt Smyrna High School. Yes, yes. Uh, and, but um, – I don't. I don't know. This maybe right now the talent it just isn't there to contend for championships that you're talking about. Last break. We'll come back. Finish things up on all sports talk. In retirement, it's all about income, your money, making money, and you're not spending down your principal. That's the way we do it at Retirement Income Solutions. So if you're spending down your principal or your money's not making money, keeping you ahead of inflation, check us out today at risolutions.net, risolutions.net. And make sure to join us Saturdays at noon and Sunday afternoons at 1 for Retirement Income Solutions Radio with Nathan Cox and Lindsay Cotter. Hi, I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. You might know me as the voice of the Blue Raiders, but I want you to know me as your realtor. Whether you're buying or selling, it's time to choose Chip. Do you have a growing family? Are you thinking about downsizing? Are you relocating to Middle Tennessee? Well, it's time to choose Chip. Go to my website, choosechip.net. There you'll find a dynamic home search engine plus a ton of other features that'll help you during your search. If you're looking for a realtor that's professional and has your best interest at heart, it's time to choose Chip. Good afternoon. Still a bit busy. 24 coming off the interstate there on the Medical Center Parkway. Still looks good, though, as you make your way 24 towards uh, Manchester. Lots of radar down through there. Be careful. Prince's Hot Chicken now available for catering. Log on to princesshotchicken.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. We do it your way at Pizza. Order a royal feast or create your own pizza online now at SirPizzaTN.com. Carry out delivery for dinner tonight at SirPizzaTN.com. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. First Bank, one of our proud sponsors here, and ownership right here in the state of Tennessee, offices across the Rutherford County area. That's where we do our banking with all sports talk. Give them a shot at your business. You won't be disappointed. You'll certainly get a smile every every time I go in there. I do. Jeff, uh, let's go back to middle just a bit. What are your expectations? Now, with the, with the Lady Raiders, I'm not sure where they are. They're 5-2. and two. Have had some struggles on the road a bit, but as I mentioned, Jeff, I think it's been five games since they've had their starting five, not just on in the on the floor. We're talking about in the gym. 
and it's been a different one this trip and different one this trip, which means players are moving around and whatever, and it hurts the depth some. One thing that's come out of it, though, the the six five girl from Russia who whose name I try try not to pronounce uh, is coming on. I, th- I think she's got a chance to be a really good player. Uh, it's probably next year, <clears throat> probably, but considerable improvement. Yes, without without question. Do, would you imagine that she being – I think she was 17 years old when she entered at middle. <laughs> I think that's right. Yeah. Very young to be a freshman. Freshman indeed. Do, do you imagine she's encountered the same talent in, in in her first 16 years that she's encountered here in the U.S.? I Well, I wouldn't know anything about where she's played or what or what she's done, but it would be hard to imagine that it would be easy to be in over your head, I'd say. I, I don't know what – Sure. Well, that, that 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 that's my thinking on on the way. But uh, middle struggled against Southern Miss Saturday when I came out of the game. The game was on the radio. And middle was down four or five points. Very surprised by that. End up winning with ten. Uh, get to come home. They do play Western Kentucky Saturday, Jeff, which is a, a big game. Let's, let's not not forget Marshall on Thursday night for sure. Not overlook that. But I know Rick's got his target on Western because they lead the league and he needs to beat that team. Well. Wants to beat that team. <clears throat> we have Lives to beat that team. Yeah, we have the ability, and 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 everything else. I think to to beat anybody in the in the in I the league. So, yes. So whether we will do that or not, I mean, it's I, I wouldn't think we would do that with every single game we play. But I think we can compete, and uh, I'm I'm hopeful as I always am that. You know, that, that we can win. What I do know in the next uh, five minutes or so, Dick Palmer will ask him that very question on, he will. on the radio as you listen to Rick Hensel live. And uh, Nick McDevitt live follows that. Six o'clock for Rick Hensel. We'll, that'll be about a minute and a half from now. We're going to get out of here and uh, head to the house. Monty will be in tomorrow for All Sports Talk. All Sports Talk on News Radio. WGNS has been brought to you by State Farm agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Ensel. Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. First Bank. Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance, Parks Auction Company, Greg Hall with Hall's Auto Care, Steve Ruckert with RAI Advisors, Jennings and Ears Funeral Home, Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living, and Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance.